0: Hey guys, does
1: capitalism get you down? Does the constant pressure to be productive get to
0: you? Are you tired of being a cog in the machine?
1: Then we invite you to become part of the revolution against toxic productivity by embracing the useless things.
0: Welcome to episode 70 of the Very Unimportant People podcast. Do less. <sighs> Woo, I'm your host Lydia and uh, this week... I have a story from my uh, new restaurant industry job. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Kind of. It's a little nasty. I'm really getting to know the back of house people, Uh the kitchen staff, and like they're all men, except for Mm. Chef Rachel. God bless her. Love Chef Rachel. We're besties. Chef Rachel? And then some, yeah. Chef Rachel is my favorite person. And then I have some other, like we have pastry se- chefs in the back and a couple of them are women, but most of the people in the answer. front, like kind of where all the essays hang out, which is my job position, um, yeah. it's all dudes and they're all a little gross. <laughs> it's uh, a little no. bit of a boys club. So we'll get into that <laughs> in a oh, second. Oh no. <laughs>
1: um, And my name's Courtney. And this week I came up with a new lazy man's goal for myself. Ooh, Ooh. Ooh. also i would just like first. to say hold on i would just yeah. like to say that that was my first time ever doing our intro 70 episodes in without <laughs> the script our four-line <laughs> intro so i finally did it guys wow. i finally memorized it i'm off script a year and a half later <laughs>
0: <laughs> our drama <laughs> teachers are Thank so you. proud oh, yes. <laughs> wow amazing she fucking did it everybody broadway <laughs> here she comes god damn it <laughs> there's nothing stopping um, you now
1: so my lazy man's goal okay so while i work i i work a remote job that's really really chill so i always like to have something on in the background while i'm working because it makes me mm-hmm. feel like it's less like work if i have something enjoyable on in the background um mm-hmm. and it's really easy to run out of shows this way because like i work for like oh. eight hours a day and it's just constantly running in the background while i work so yeah, i yeah, i go yeah, through right. them pretty quickly. But I found out that the service that we're streaming our shows on has all 41 episodes of Survivor this week, and that's a lot of content. So my goal that I've formed for myself is that I'm gonna watch every single season of Survivor, and I don't even like Survivor that much. Like it's (laughs) like okay for me, but just the fact that there's 40 episode, 40 seasons. This is That's my goal. so
0: many fucking seasons. I know. That's I had no idea. Sake. That's like
1: two seasons a year because they've only been oh only been on for twenty years. That's so, so it's fucking two crazy. Seasons a year.
0: Taken. I've never seen an episode of Survivor. I'm not I've even sure what the an premise episode is of
1: Survivor. Okay, you have to watch. They it.
0: drop them in the forest. Is that how that works?
1: <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Pretty much, they get like, <laughs> dropped. They get dropped in the middle of nowhere, um, and then you get like split into tribes and then each tribe has to try to like survive. But it's not about the surviving so much as it's about like the game and the strategy. Oh. Um, Because you have to like form alliances and then like betray each other. Okay, basically hold on, let me let me start again. Okay, so you got dropped in the middle of nowhere. The fun part is that like You all have to fly out together to the location. They don't show this part on the show, but I've been doing a lot of research about the background (laughs) information of Survivor. Um, They all fly you up from the same information, like from the same airport. You land in the same place. You stay in the same place. But you're not allowed to talk to each other until you start the show. So you're literally with these people for like a couple days, like in complete silence. Um, Uh Yeah. so they drop you That's in the so middle weird. of nowhere. They split you into two tribes. They give you like five minutes. There's a bunch of supplies. They give you five minutes to collect as many supplies as you can, and then they give you a map, and you have to go find your little like island or wherever your your camp. Mm-hmm. Um, and then every week there's two challenges, and mm-hmm. one of the challenges is for reward. So you get like they mm-hmm. give them like a feast, or sometimes they'll give them water or fire oh, if they're not able to get fire. Oh my so you god! Can compete for reward, <laughs> and then Look the second intense. challenge is um for immunity. So if you lose the second challenge, you have to go to tribal council. And then at tribal council, everybody votes and the person with the most votes gets voted off forever. Oh
0: shit.
1: But cool. once the tribes get down to a low enough amount of people, they merge into one big tribe and then it's every man for himself. But then every person that you vote off stays as a jury member. Oh, and the jury members. Um, attend every single tribal council and then they're the ones that vote for the winner so oh. it's like this psychological game where you want to vote people off but if you piss them off too much they're not gonna you vote for you you won't oh. win so it's like this whole thing where you have to be like nice and gain people's respect but then like also vote them off and play the strategy so cool. game yeah it's pretty good wow that's really interesting it's
0: it's what a cool concept! Oh my god, that must right? have taken a lot of thought to come up with this concept. That's I know. really and interesting. I've been,
1: it's been fun like watching the evolution of it because the first season yeah. of Survivor is nothing like the last season. Like the rules and the vibes and everything is different. So it's been, <laughs> it's been fun to watch the evolution. Um, totally, and I'm excited for this journey. Yeah, Survivor that journey. sounds
0: like a lot of fun. You're gonna get to watch TV from like the 1990s <laughs> to so the like 2000s, life. actually. Oh, 2000, It started in year 2000. Wow! start of the, the Millennium
1: yeah, that's so cool. So that's been <gasps> my week, guys. <laughs> watching Survivor, <laughs> yay! Cool. All oh, right. that's so fun. I want
0: to start hmm. watching Survivor. The book. Good. I'm going to start watching it, and then we can discuss, discuss in length. <laughs> <laughs> Tell us about your story about your uh,
1: restaurant story. Okay,
0: so basically what my job is, is to run food to tables. And the restaurant is fucking huge. So I have to, like, do a lot of walking and do a lot of shit. And mostly I hang out in the kitchen. And um, as I was saying, there's a lot of men in the kitchen. And, like, you know, it's it's fine. Like, in the restaurant environment, I feel like it's, it's hard to turn off, like, being, you know, on in front of the guests and, like, in front of everyone. So, like, you have to be kind of, like, at my restaurant anyways it's kind of like a little bit more high-end so you have to be like mm. really flirty and like really fun and like all this stuff mm. so it's like your i take that attitude voice, right yeah exactly yeah. and so i take that attitude into the kitchen with me most of the time so like mm. i'll be in there and i'll be like oh what's up baby <laughs> like, you know, like, just be like fucking on top of it right and like i'll be like chatting with people and like obviously i want free food so like i really you know chat it up with the chefs and stuff like that so um <laughs> Yesterday was a little bit of a weird day. Um, I delivered some food to the wrong tables. That happened twice. And then Chef was just like, Lydia, this has happened four times already. And I was like, actually, it's only happened twice. And so we kind of got, we kind of had some beef almost at the beginning of the night. Oh, and so no. every time he, yeah, so it was like a little rough. And then um, later on at that, like the end of the night, like everything was going pretty smoothly. Like he was having some issues with the servers and he ended up making, he was telling me at the end of the night, he ended up making 30 extra like plates of food that he oh. actually did didn't need to make and then he needs to account for them all to the manager manager and it was just because the servers were like having a lot of confusion like there was a lot of shit going down like the chicken wings and the spicy chicken wings and then like the essays like I don't know I delivered two wrong plates but like it's not like he had to remake those dishes like he just replated them and then I (laughs) yeah and then I brought them to the right table and it was fine. So he was obviously venting out a lot of his anger at my little tiny little mistakes. And mm-hmm. so the vibes were off for kind of the rest of the night. And then he yelled at me at one point. Aww. And it was like a pretty casual like yelling. Ah, like it wasn't huge. And so I felt like I could like talk back a little bit, I guess. I don't know. I feel like I've become a lot more bold since the pandemic. Like I just say what I, what's on my mind, you know? So he was just like, Yeah, kind of a little bit. So he was yeah. like um, asking me to take a certain dish to like a certain plate. And then um, he had been fucking with me with the numbers all night which is a part of the reason why I sent the, the dishes to the wrong table because at the beginning of the night he started off with doing math and I was like please don't do math I can't I can't remember oh, no, the no, number no, no, no. and do math at the same time he was like no, send no. this to table send this to table 208 plus 3 and I was like no this is not what I signed up for. You tell me the number. I remember the number, and that's the end of my math capabilities. Like sometimes the numbers even get jumbled in my head, and like uh-huh. I can't, I forget the difference between a two and a three because I'm running to so many tables that like I'm like, was this two two sixty one or was this three sixty one? Like you know, like anyways. So I was like, you can't you can't be doing this math stuff to me. Like I really I really can't handle it. Like look at me, I'm a pretty girl. I don't need to do math. So it was like. <laughs> So it was a little bit of And then, um, so he was doing that, and I was taking the dishes, and I was like, "What dish did you say again?" And he was just like, "Why are you taking that dish? Just take what I told you to take, and then just get out." And I was like, "Jesus Christ, okay." And then I left, and then I came back, oh, no. and then once things died down a little bit, um he like came over to the essay table and he was talking to one of the other chefs about like this cake that was sitting there. And they were like just having a conversation and I was just polishing polishing some dishes, like just kind of eavesdropping, quietly listening. And mm-hmm. like, I knew something was a little weird because he never really comes to the essay table and like stands there and conversates with people. Like he's normally behind or he's in his office yeah, or like he's like kind of walking things. back and forth, chefing, chefing it up. Yeah. So he's standing at the essay table and I was like, okay, whatever, um, polishing my dishes. And he was just like, hey, like Lydia, by the way, like, I just wanted to apologize for yelling at you <laughs> two hours ago. I'm really Aww. sorry that that happened. And I was like, it's okay. Wow. Like, I was like, I know. I was so surprised. I was like, oh, oh my God. I was like, well, I guess I'm sorry for like uh, my part in like tonight being a bad night. Because like, obviously, yeah. like doing a couple of little mistakes probably didn't help his stress levels. So I was like, yeah, mm-hmm. like I'm sorry for that. So apparently that was a bonding moment for us. Because later on in the evening, oh, he proceeds uh-oh. to tell me... <laughs> Oh, no. Too much information. <laughs> OK. So um, me and this girl, Anna, we had like a drink after. And she was just like, let's go like get a cigarette from Chef. And I was like, OK. So <laughs> we go to the back. And we're spoken in the back with him. And he was just telling us about how the place across the street is a massage parlor. Oh, and man. how sometimes him and the chefs go there and get massages with happy endings, and he went into like a little bit too much detail about how great the hand jobs were and how they like are so professional with it and how it's like the best hand job he's ever gotten from any of his other ex girlfriends. just Yeah, he's like it's better than we were it's just like what? Anna was too the too much like don't talk shit about your ex girlfriends. <laughs> <He
1: was like, laughs> yeah, like were you paying them?
0: Yeah, no. exactly. we were doing and it as was just like, you yeah, goodness like 60, of their heart. 60, 80 bucks. And he was just going off about how great these hand jobs were and no. how like they do that sometimes and how it's like a bonding experience for the chefs. Like three or four of them will go and like no. get the happy endings at the same fucking time. <laughs> so and it's like wrong. a chef thing to do, apparently. And one of the guys has a wife and his wife is in the Philippines no, no, and he still goes to no. these fucking happy ending no. things. Yeah, I was shook. I'm I was horrified. so shook. It really Not changed at, my know, perspective. Nothing,
1: nothing against sex workers. All power to you, my ladies. Mm. But, ew. As a work know. activity? Ew. <laughs> oh, I can't imagine that? with my work colleagues doing like a communal sexual eh. experience. <laughs> <laughs> yeah so weird
0: yeah. I know and then I they come out of their separate them, rooms then. like can you imagine just coming out of your separate rooms and yeah. being like yeah 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 I know, ew ew I know I know, I know I know I know I know I was so shocked and disgusted I was like oh, I fucking God, can we go back right to now? not
1: being friends please
0: yeah I liked Yell it better when we were professional acquaintances <laughs> yeah. i like yeah you were comfortable yelling at me and I was comfortable making flirty jokes at you and that and was it, it it that was the extent and <laughs> oh, <laughs> that's oh it was disgusting. so fucking bad man it oh, was so, I'm so bad I'm like yeah and then like yeah 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 and then i don't want to get into the rest of it because you know you know when he people like tell you things and you're like this isn't my reality that's not mm. that i'm just gonna keep living
1: <laughs> yeah because i honestly I just, feel like it also changes the work environment for like you as a female working in that space yeah you yeah. just like Get a little view into how your coworkers like view women, and then you're like, oh, yeah. I'm also a woman, and now this is weird. That like, yeah, you're obviously putting on a facade while we're working together of like respecting me and seeing me as an equal person, but then that's not what your recreational activities um, yeah. reflect necessarily. <laughs> exactly,
0: that's, exactly. Ooh, I can so see how that would just, Yeah, yeah. So I'm a little permeate. worried about like getting too close with these people because like I just one of the main things for me I think is that I just Mm -hmm. don't ever want any of the chefs any of them to ever feel comfortable discussing how I look Mm -hmm. or any physical attributes about I never ever ever want to hear anything Mm -hmm. like that from any of these people and it came dangerously close yesterday because he told me and Anna like this other girl who's working there that like um we like distract the rest of the staff in the kitchen Uh -uh. and Uh -uh. and I was like (laughs) I was like ha 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 anyways that's, moving that's right along that's a line moving right along <laughs> yeah yeah. Oh, yeah 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 and we were oh, just man. like I- okay 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 no more cigarettes after work <laughs> yeah this yeah. is too much Set for that me professional like, boundary
1: now be like all right we're gonna walk back we're gonna take a couple steps
0: back and pretend take that never steps happened back skis we're gonna try to just go back to being friends i don't want to hear Bring about your, your own sex life. yeah <laughs> i don't even smoke i was just doing it to be cool <laughs>
1: oh boy that sucks (sighs) i'm sorry that's like it's okay i feel like it's just as unfortunate as it is i feel like it's kind of the restaurant industry
0: yeah yeah i think so too so space i'm just gonna go back to just like being um i'm just gonna like i I live in denial and i pretend Mm. that these types of people are not that these types of people i pretend that sometimes like men don't think like that and Mm. i am happy in that ignorant space yes. where I'm just like I'm just a human they being, view me the you know, same way like. I view them. Mm-hmm. Exactly. <laughs> work colleague, work colleague. That's all. That's it. That's <laughs> it. That's it. That's all. Nothing more. Nothing less. Like it's the fight. So yeah, that's oh, kind of my God. experience this week. Yeah, I'm. I'm really just going to take a step back because I just I don't ever want to feel uncomfortable at work. And uh-huh. like we've already had this like weird. Now we're like in this weird trust place where it's yeah. like I can't. Yeah, it's just kind of a a little bit of a volatile situation, perhaps is the right word. Not volatile, but. Thin ice. You know, you don't want to go crashing through.
1: Yeah, so we're going to
0: get off the pond. We're going to go to a thicker, (laughs) thicker ice. Skating rink. (laughs) (laughs) Just ice. There's no water underneath. No water underneath. Just standing on (laughs) it. No risk. Nothing to crash through. Not crashing through anything. I like it. Yep. Yep. (laughs) But other than that. Yeah work is so much fun like it's That's still good. I still have fun like flirting with them and, like <laughs> flirting with the customers and flirting with like literally everybody it's not even flirting it's just being overly nice and it's just a yeah. good time man. it's being
1: outgoing <laughs> yeah yeah
0: yeah exactly so yeah we're gonna keep it like that and we're just gonna keep reaping the benefits you know mm. without ever talking about anything else give me free food and then I will kindly That's take my great. leave thank you goodbye <laughs> <laughs> exactly. I will oh give boy. you some timbits once in a while, perhaps, but mm-hmm. that is our exchange. <laughs> That's it. Nothing more. <laughs> <laughs> don't mean anything.
1: Just giving yeah, you timbits. Yeah, exactly.
0: Yeah, certainly. What? <laughs> no, I'm kidding. No barf. Good luck. No with barf that today. No Thank barf. you. Yes, that was for the girlies. <laughs> you are not a girly. Please take notes on how to treat girlies at work skis. Okay. okay. Thanks guys. Yeah, There's something you don't to share. With no. your work co- colleagues. No. Yeah. I just don't want to know sometimes when you see me as an yeah. object. I'd rather just. I'd, yeah, rather, I'd rather just. just uh, exist. Ignorance is bliss. In. Ignorance Thank truly you. is so bliss. <laughs> 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 Anyways. <clears throat> so. This yeah. week you guys. Uh i'm gonna talk to you about bugs buggy bugs um this came up for me at work actually someone was telling me about this like cricket dish that he ate and i was like interesting you can eat crickets (laughs) as Mm. like a delicacy and like people enjoy it and people have a really good time with it and yeah apparently it's just like a thing in a lot of countries where people just like will eat bugs and they're really rich in protein and they're Mm -hmm. really good for you and like Yeah, there's just a lot of really positives about eating bugs. They're also easier to farm and easier to this and easier to that. So I was looking it up yesterday, two days ago, and um, basically I found out that bugs are going to be the protein of the future because Mm. our earth can't sustain cows, Cows. poultry, Uh what else is there, pigs. Like Mm -hmm. we can't keep living like this and just like doing it without feeling any consequence, like someday one one of my clients once told me that in 20 years, we're going to look back on how we're treating animals in slaughterhouses and like in farming places. And he's going to think that it's, he said that we're going to future us is going to look back on this part in our human history Mm -hmm. and think that we were committing mass genocide. And it was just inhumane treatment of animals and treatment of like sentient beings and just, He's I like, totally it's just agree. not right. Right. <laughs> I find it weird
1: that like humans are OK with a certain treatment towards some animals. But then other animals were like, no, these are different. Like dogs, you would never do that to a dog. And people wouldn't be able to stomach a dog being like mistreated. But then when it's like yeah. a cow, we're like, that's fine. But if it's a horse, we're like, no, no, no. Yeah. That's not OK. Like, when horses, they're literally that's almost wrong. the exact same thing. Fact, Cows and horses fact. are so similar. It's always confused mm-hmm.
0: me. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm I agree I it. it's weird and yeah and like he, he just like was bringing up a lot of good points and I was like you know what this is all kind of tying together in my head now um and then I was wondering <laughs> if bags are ve- bugs are vegetarian um uh-huh. however that is not the main argument <laughs> of today's <laughs> of today's podcast episode okay. I forgot to go into that I think it's just a personal choice to be honest I think I have a I, little sure little bit about this actually what is it so
1: in the second season of Survivor um, oh, so the second challenge, at least for the first like couple of seasons, the second challenge is always um, an eating challenge. And there's always one of these on every single season of Survivor. There's always an eating challenge where they make them eat like in brackets, gross things. And it's normally oh. bogs and like some of the indigenous foods of the areas, which I always think is a little questionable that they're like eat these foods. And everyone's like, ew, they're so gross. But they're like,
0: like delicacies for some
1: people. I'm like, this is OK. We need to check her privilege and you know anyways mm. um <laughs> so there's this one episode where there's this, there's this girl and like her whole personality on the show was the fact that she was a vegetarian mm-hmm. um and so they went into the challenge and some of the things were bugs and some of the things were from like cows like cow brain and stuff like that and mm. she literally, they had, like, this big wheel. They spun the wheel. She was, like, standing there. And it landed on a cow brain. And she literally stood there and didn't even try to eat it. And she, like, mm. almost lost the entire challenge for her team because she was, like, I'm Ooh. a vegetarian. Ooh. And then, so, <laughs> they were t- They ended up being tied at the end because someone ended up, like, throwing up what they'd eaten. So, it didn't count. Um, yeah. And then when they're tied, <laughs> each rough. team gets to pick somebody from the other team to go up against each other. So obviously they picked the vegetarian because they were like, she's the weak link. So she went yeah. up and they rolled it and it landed on a bug and she was fine with it. She ate it. No problem. She was like, bugs oh. are vegetarian. I can eat bugs.
0: Oh, and I just thought that was so
1: interesting.
0: I was like, what? She had already decided in her head that if it was yeah. a bug, it was going to be okay. It was fine. But it,
1: but wow, it was a cow. so
0: interesting. It but the cow brain, like we don't farm cows for the brain. Right. So uh, Okay. No, okay. not generally. Like, no,
1: and I also I also thought that that was, like, a little dramatic. Like, you're on Survivor. Yeah. You should have thought of this before coming in. You can <laughs> compromise your morals for one competition. Survive. You'll be fine. <laughs> it's the one rule. <laughs> yeah, but I thought it was super Whoa. interesting that she was like, yeah, bugs, but no. Yeah. Wah-wah to, to cows. I th- think yeah. that maybe. Yeah. Yeah,
0: yeah. I think that that's fine. I think that maybe bugs are vegetarian. But I think that, mm. again, it's like a personal kind of decision for you to make. But I think yeah. that they are possibly widely accepted as vegetarian for some reason people see them as a part of the ground or as a part of like the earth i think you it's know?
1: because they're not mammals and they're mm-hmm. not like they have, mammals like, We're very closely related to and we know that mammals feel emotions and yes. you know like our dog always get excited and stuff like that and i don't think we know enough about bugs to actually know if they experience mm-hmm. like emotions and feelings so maybe we feel it's yeah. more humane yeah, I have a, this a little bit later, bacon. but
0: yeah, apparently bugs don't feel pain. They just feel annoyance. <laughs> annoyance. <laughs> yeah, That's they're really just sweet. like, oh, this is uncomfortable. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> That's it for them. They're like, kind of disturbed, slightly yet. disturbed Maybe by something. Maybe they do feel yeah. pain, but we just, you know, science. They is feel there something to tell adjacent us. to pain, I believe. Um, but yeah, I just we're not there yet to I like really a know bug. this research. As a vegetarian, I don't know if I would eat a bug. Mm. i still feel like it's mean i know i still feel like it's a little mean too but um <laughs> i think i would be interested in it i would want to try it i think yeah like i can see, see trying it, it. Like. i don't know
1: if i'd integrate it into my
0: yeah. diet as a
1: vegetarian it's t- it feels like meat to me it's a living being, mm-hmm. so it feels like meat uh, yeah it's not a plant yeah
0: facts Anyways, sorry. Our story begins in yeah. Madagascar. <laughs> Two entomologists are studying the same forest when they realize that it's slowly, slowly disappearing to make room for livestock. So this entire fucking forest since the 1950s, nearly 80% of it. So in over, like, I guess it's been 70 years now of Madagascar's forest has been logged taken down to make room for cows and for chickens and for all this livestock mostly cows um so so the locals i know and the locals at this point they were like we need better food security basically and Mm -hmm. this guy brian fisher proposed insect protein um in madagascar they already eat insects as like a seasonal snack um, and um, in Canada, actually, we've successfully farmed crickets, and Loblaws has been stocking cricket powder to the shelves since like 2018 or something like that. Mm-hmm. Pretty sick. And for um, animal and human consumption, crickets are really good for you. They're high in protein, they're high in fiber, iron, vitamin B12, and they might even be the meat substitute of the future. So Brian Fisher's Cricket Farm in Madagascar, right? It was booming. They produced cricket powder. They gave it to charities worldwide, to countries suffering from famine, to give them relief. They started integrating it into school lunch programs. And they were even using it at a tuberculosis treatment center. um, Because patients with tuberculosis often struggle to get good nutrition. And cricket powder was seen as just like this really, really packed in protein-rich and fiber-rich food. And it was easy to eat because it was so little and it was in powder form. You could just put it in anything, basically. So the United Nations Food and Agriculture Organization, or FAO, <laughs> F-A-O <laughs> says that agricultural production worldwide will have to increase by like 70% mm. in order to feed the global population. We don't, there's There's not enough space. There's, there's, there's not. Space. There's not. Mm-mm. And and the world population, which is now at 7 billion, is expected to grow to 9 billion by 2050. Mm-mm. Yeah. That's in that's like not... tw- that's in like 30 years. Not even. That's not even that far from now. And they're like, yeah, we're going to have to increase production by 70%. I've by also 70%? heard
1: that apparently Literally if we can't. use all of the land that we use to grow food for livestock, we could actually just use that food to feed yeah. every single hu- Like there would be enough food for every human if we just stopped. Yeah. Using it for like cows and pigs yeah, because they're really just inefficient. Feed the sources. cows like the
0: grass, so like much the grains and stuff and then they like don't that.
1: Yield that much food? It's just it's mm-hmm. inefficient.
0: Everyone. Yeah, it is. It is. <laughs> um, eighty percent of the world's farmland is being used, mm-hmm. like you were saying, to feed and raise livestock. um so dumb. Yeah, while. Livestock is only eighteen percent of global calorie consumption. It doesn't
1: make make it make sense. It doesn't make sense. <laughs> I'm math. so passionate about this issue. It does not make sense.
0: I'm not it. a mathematician, but <laughs> <laughs> that not adding up. is ridiculous. Something like is not adding up. Okay. Addition isn't my strong suit, but I know that something I cannot is add wrong. 3 to 8, but no. That doesn't make this, sense to me. This is wrong. <laughs> Statistics though, I get it. 80% <laughs> of the world's land Mm-mm. and farms for only for 18% 17? of calorie consumption. That's embarrassing earth. It is. That's embarrassing. Check yourself. Seriously. So grasshoppers, crickets, mm-hmm. and mealworms are wh- rich in protein and they contain significantly like higher that. sources of minerals such as iron, zinc, copper, and magnesium than beef. These little tiny little beef. fucking animals and contain beef. way more than we beef. beef with beef. We got beef with beef, bro. So much fucking beef in the world, and it's just Doesn't doing nothing for us? What is the point of beef at this point? <laughs> I don't know. Like, people just think it's a tasty snack, but find
1: a different yeah. tasty snack. I think that meat should be, like, a a special occasion. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't think it should be mm-hmm. relied upon all the time. I understand yeah, people as a like as part of the meat, food groups and shit. It's but I think insane. we need to chill, you know? Like, you have your family yeah. over. Christmas, whatever. Have a turkey, but
0: mm-hmm. not every day, three times a day. But otherwise, it's just too much. We aren't meant to be functioning we like that. can't sustain us. this. Yeah. No, we really can't sustain it. And the whole kind of situation with like this um, trying to get more people to eat bugs is to kind of change the attitudes about mm. bugs into not being a meat replacement or a meat substitute, mm-hmm. but showing people that bugs are just as good or better than meat and just turning it into this whole other food group that people can participate in without feeling like they're missing out on like bacon or whatever else you fucking carnivores enjoy (laughs) that's yeah
1: that's how i feel about like um vegetarian meat replacements too yeah when you feed them to people they're always like this tastes nothing like a burger and like you're going into it with the wrong mentality it's not supposed to taste like a burger it's a food in its own don't mm-hmm. go into it mm-hmm. expecting it to taste like meat like try to just enjoy it as
0: yeah beyond I, beef. I agree i, I, don't know. I was having like, this um i think some mentality. of the companies actually need to change like their mindset about that too because yeah. i was having these soybean like uh tofu type of things and they were presented to me in like strip form and they were mm-hmm. called like tofurkey bacon strips and tasted like absolutely nothing tofurky. like bacon tofurkey yeah <laughs> nothing like bacon <laughs> and they were like yeah but like vegetarian bacon strips And they were just, they just tasted like a plant with maple syrup on it. I'm like, you can just present it to me as a plant with maple syrup on it. And it's like a soy substitute, it's fiber (laughs) and it's good. But when I go into it being like, this is going to taste like bacon and then it tastes nothing like bacon, I'm experiencing some cognitive dissonance. So I don't understand why you can't just present it to me as what it is instead of trying to fake it into this whole other thing and like... Mm -hmm. Yeah, it just doesn't really make any sense. And it isn't like I don't care. I don't I don't even want to eat bacon. Why are you trying to get me vegetarian bacon? Exactly. I'm a
1: vegetarian. (laughs) I I don't don't want bacon. bacon. (laughs) Yeah.
0: Literally. Bacon doesn't make me feel good. I feel sick after eating it. I don't understand. So Mm -hmm. bugs. Um use a lot (laughs) less land. Less water less food that they need to eat the traditional livestock lower greenhouse gas emissions spice so fucking much like cows are literally killing the planet (laughs) like so much their their farts farts. yeah it accounts (laughs) for such a high percentage of the greenhouse gas emissions i don't have the statistic but i know that it's a lot Mm -hmm. and um grasshoppers have this poop called frass and Apparently, he's an excellent fertilizer and soil amender, so uh, they're actually fucking helping the planet. Most go. insects are 100% edible, um, and this is compared with, for example, a cow, which is only 40% edible. You can't eat cow bones, you can't mm-hmm. eat cow, I don't know, like skin. Um, there's a lot of parts of the cow, maybe the heart, I'm um, maybe the stomach, I'm not totally I think sure, some about people the- eat cow stomach and heart. Cow I think stomach, in like okay. Western, uh, yeah, it's like just the about. meat that we kind mm-hmm. of have here, but hundred percent of the insect you could just pop that entire thing in there and you're no waste no nothing do they have bones so, do
1: they have brains i'm confused they
0: have exoskeletons and like yeah they some of them have brains uh but that's just like a part of it <laughs> you could just eat everything at once oh my god okay it's a tasty snack yeah i don't know so let's get into the taste a little bit mm-hmm. now that we're here um <laughs> So apparently for grasshoppers, you can fry them and you can dust them with chili lime or nacho spice, and they taste like corn nuts, corn nuts, or extra crispy shrimp. And in powder form, crickets have a mild nutty flavor and is best used like a protein boost sprinkled over porridge, stirred into a vegetarian chili, or folded into banana bread batter. All the different things you could do with cricket powder. Interesting, <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> and um, this article that I was reading was making kind of pretty solid points about how to kind of change the mentality around eating bugs. Because mm-hmm. they were wondering what's going to reduce the overall meat consumption globally and they have decided and we have seen from evidence that it's not telling people to stop eating meat it's Mm -hmm. not guilting them into stopping eating meat because guilt doesn't work on a lot of people as we have seen but the solution is to find alternatives that are equally as delicious so they were saying (laughs) yeah economics Economics, man. <laughs> so in quotes, um, this researcher said that you want to make it easier for individuals to make the choices that they would rather be making. It's mm-hmm. not going to happen overnight and it's never going to 100% replace meat. But for those of us who are health health conscious and environmentally aware have already started to make the transition. Mm-hmm. How do we make bugs culturally acceptable? That's the next question. In North yeah, America and thing. Europe. Yes, because there is a huge psychological barrier between mm-hmm. a lot of people being able to eat bugs and um just finding it disgusting bugs are kind of related with garbage and with yeah. being like disgusting and dirty and not something that is actually like for consumption unless it mm-hmm. is to another bug or something They're at the bottom of the food chain we just don't feel any pride in conquering like them and eating them, I guess. Yeah. yeah. They're pests.
1: <laughs> they take over uh, our homes. They eat our yeah, clothes sometimes.
0: Yep. Yeah. Yep. And we're like, oh, fuck. And it's never like, oh, I have a little chicken in my house. It's like, ew, bugs. I have you a know? little mm-hmm. in my house. <laughs> yeah. a, snack. a snack. It's never a snack. I don't have to go we're to the grocery like, store ew. anymore. Cockroaches. Grasshopper in the house. I mean, like, just- it's not like, oh, there's a snack. <laughs> <laughs> ew. <laughs> Ew, ew, bleh. Okay, I'm not helping right now, Sorry. but I'm just, yeah. Live bugs, mm-hmm. not it. Mm-hmm. But then again, That's like, not, no one wants to eat live meat ever. Like, I would never want to put a, a live chicken in my, <laughs> a live bird <laughs> in my mouth, you know? Like, Fair enough. Same, same. Gotta cook it a little. Same, same. Uh-huh. Um, so they have to be marketed in a certain way. Um, one researcher, oh, I really liked this, predicts that sauteed and salted grasshoppers as a snack with beers will be the gateway bug (laughs) the gateway gateway bug bug to opening up kind of the world because you know how you can have like nuts with beers or like little Uh goldfish crackers with beers or something and they just serve them when you show up and it's complimentary you know so they're predicting that these like sauteed and salted grasshoppers will kind of be the breakthrough for north america and for europe And then slowly the attitude will change like it always does. And a couple of examples are that Mm -hmm. lobster used to be seen as garbage food and it was fed to prisoners for a really, really long time. Prisoners were eating lobster. Yeah. And the second example is that uh, raw fish used to Mm -hmm. be very taboo. And now Mm -hmm. sushi fucking everywhere. Everyone loves sushi. (laughs) And apparently bugs, Uh unlike cows. Don't feel pain, as we were talking about earlier. Yeah. Um, so they, uh, one of the researchers said that they don't feel pain necessarily. They mm-hmm. feel irritation and they can probably sense that if like something is damaged, but they certainly, this was a little savage, they certainly cannot suffer because they don't have emotions. <laughs> so even if they're feeling pain, it's a sign because they're not suffering. They're just like, this is a little bit annoying um so apparently though they can react to chronic pain so for example if they break a leg in their youth yeah like like a lifetime of pain kind of thing like if you sprain your ankle for example then for the rest of your life you're kind of going to have a little twinge or something you always have Uh to be a little bit aware of it so bugs have a similar thing where they um for the rest of their life they will instinctively instinctively know to avoid risky situations or places that are too hot or too cold they did an experiment on like a fly that had broken its leg and um it would fly from a hot 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 room to a cold room like just instinctively because it was more comfortable there um yeah so it's just kind of about their comfort in that kind of i don't know it feels to me like they understand pain but they understand discomfort Okay, here's the issue I have. But they can't suffer. Here's the issue (laughs) I have
1: with this. For a very, very, very long time, we also assumed that this was the same about uh, like fish and crustaceans, like uh, lobsters and crabs. We assumed that they couldn't feel pain and they didn't have emotions. But there's a lot of research coming out now that they actually do have like really complex emotions. And we've been literally putting lobsters alive in boiling hot water for a really long time on the assumption that they can't feel it and that it doesn't matter. But the EU literally just um, declared that fish and lobster and crabs are sentient beings. So now, like, animal cruelty laws apply to fish and stuff. Yikes. So that's that's the only concern I have about this, is that what if we're just not there yet? Yeah. What if they can? Because to me, a little fly, understanding that this hurts, I'm going to move over here, to me, seems like they understand something. They have fear, Mm -hmm. memory
0: something mm-hmm. i don't know something's going on in that brain most yeah. likely possibly maybe they concern. i'm thinking that maybe they don't want to do a lot of research on it because if <laughs> yeah, we don't like, know mm-hmm. that they can feel pain then ignorance is the best. larger goal of saving the planet yeah. will overrule any sort of science any sort of mm-hmm. discovery about mm-hmm. bugs being able so to feel like, pain sh-
1: we're going to push there's, this research down. Yes. There's possibly good now. guys out
0: there. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know what kind of philosophical study this is, but they want to save the planet. And it's at the cost of all these little bugs who may actually yes. be able to feel pain. But the planet will live on. But so the planet will always choosing humanity every time. Yeah. <laughs> humans will live on. The planet's <laughs> fine.
1: It's the humans that are not yeah. fine. So, yeah, it's choosing humans yeah. over bugs.
0: But, <laughs> yeah. it's it's a moral thing (laughs) this yeah it is and this other person was this next person was tackling the moral issue of like um if you see if you like hurt a bug or something or if you step on a bug by accident and it's still like wiggling because it's still like alive um it was like if you have a philosophical objection to killing you could place a tiny droplet of beer or wine next to the damaged insect this will have a sustainably suitably anesthetic effect and ensure the final moments of the insect are happy if the thing is, in fact, capable of feeling drunk. happiness, it's also a good excuse for opening a bottle of beer or a wine and share the <laughs> insects. <laughs> Hardly diminishes for the total. I, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. well,
1: this is a funny concept. Every time you step on a bug, you got to open a bottle of beer and be like, it's not yeah. me. It's for the bug. <laughs> it's for, it's the, for bug, the bug, bro. I just have to, you know, I might as well finish it now that it's open.
0: Mm. I'm <laughs> divvied out the drop. <laughs> <laughs> one drop to you little guy i guess the rest R. is r.i.p <laughs> literally to get over the fact that i might have just killed a sentient being with by stepping <laughs> on it <laughs> um and he, another person had said that um if you like cripple a bug they said that ultimately the ultimately the crippling is more of an inconvenience to the insect than a torturous experience because an it has no misery to be put out of because it's not in misery because it doesn't feel anything it just feels uncomfort uncomfortable people have strong opinions on whether bugs have feelings or not <laughs> I clearly that going, but
1: an yeah. inconvenience oh darn
0: yeah all of my legs They're are like broken how oh, the sucks. fuck am i
1: gonna be able to fly now yeah
0: pretty much i can They're only like, mm, walk this is mildly uncomfortable
1: in a left circle <laughs>
0: yeah I can't they, anymore, they keep fine. trying to fly and they keep trying to walk and shit but they're just well, not doing it they're like, oh, what what sucks? Sucks. can't i go straight <laughs> no pain though just like why why isn't this working like it normally does Darn it. <laughs> um finally a little um two little kind of examples of people who are already eating bugs um in japan people have turned Bug catching into kind of a tradition and kind of like a fun bonding experience for their oh, families. Cute. So they will catch and eat hornets for fun and use it as a bonding activity. Oh my God, that's so badass! You know, I know, right? One person—they'll take two people. One person will chop open a hive with like an axe or like a stick or something like that, and the other <laughs> oh my person God. will catch them in like a large jar with beer in it, and they'll kind of like put the bugs the hornets into this jar of beer in it and at the end of the day they'll fry the hornets into like a crispy chip thing they pick the larva out of the nest and you can either eat the larva raw or cook them in ginger and soy sauce and they taste like Mm. sweet mussels and then the beer turns into a dark smoky drink that you can have because of the venom (laughs) and then they kind of joke around with each other about how they're gonna be up all night because hornet venom venom is a powerful aphrodisiac. And it's not like they're desperate for food out there. They just do it because it's fun. It tastes good. And oh my god.
1: It's there. That's the marketing right there. <laughs> yes. Sex sells. Start selling hornet beers. That's a good point. Hornet beers. Venom yeah. beer. I that could be big. I could see that being a
0: Yep, venom beer. Very, yeah, successful. and it's smoky, it's beery, yeah. venom beer, and then you could also buy like the hornet chips to go along with it. The larva muscles, like, (laughs) it'd be fucking perfect, man. And then finally, in Mexico, the thing that Mm -hmm. brought me to this topic in the first place, chapulinas, the colloquial name for a pleasingly lemony species of grasshopper. (laughs) Mm -hmm. There's um, And that is what they eat.
1: A Mexican restaurant in Victoria, they sell street corn.
0: It's Mm -hmm. like one of their dishes
1: and it has cricket in it. so healthy
0: so so good for oh, you i was
1: like
0: oh my god uh, yeah I've so watch out. That in any. 2050 we're gonna be eating bugs you guys it's gonna be a real thing your attitude is gonna change all food attitudes so. change eventually you may be super turned off by it right now and think it's like a poor man's food or something but you'll get there don't worry don't worry i don't
1: think it's a poor man's food i think it's a very i i agree that it is like the protein of the future or the food of the future yeah i just personally for me it's just about the fact that it's like a living being and if i had Mm. to eat the body of it it would freak me out yeah i just if i feel like to make them popular they might have to do some sort of situation where they grind them down to something
0: and Mm. then make it
1: look like a food that we already eat like for the bar food Mm -hmm. i feel like if they just served a plate of crickets that look like crickets it would be really disturbing gonna go well. if they grind yeah. them down and put them into like some sort of chip or something with dip yeah i could see that going really well i think they have to make them look you like have something here courtney you
0: certainly have good <laughs> bright ideas for the future i think that you should join a marketing team because this is, yeah i agree i like i can't imagine me seeing me. Cricket, cricketing a little Hire dish me. of like just crickets mm-hmm, just mm-hmm. frozen in time with like lime yeah. sauce and stuff like that like yeah I feel you I feel like I have like a little bit of a personal attachment to crickets I used to catch them when I was a kid Aww. and I remember like just like catching them in my hand and then just kind of like looking at them and like mm-hmm. looking at their eyes and like sometimes they would poop themselves and I'm, it's because they were scared it's because yeah. they were feeling fear that, that they were gonna die <laughs> yeah yeah See, so you I get to where you' like, used to eat
1: um meat and like fish and stuff I couldn't do the shrimp that looked like shrimp like that still had the heads and the eyes and oh, stuff like that. And like the I legs do that. Mean either. Yeah. yeah, I feel like I think it's the same thing with crickets. They gotta yeah.
0: look like yeah. crickets. You need to like remove us from the means mm-hmm. a little mm-hmm. bit more. Yeah. We're too we're too cushy we're too in this cushy life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. We can't handle that amount of like death, even if it's just a little bug ski. We can't And honestly some people feel more actions. empathy for bugs than they do for meat. like i remember i went to the cottage with my friends this summer last summer and um there was like this giant fucking bug thing like just a huge cottage bug and it was like Mm -hmm. a mix between a giant like mosquito and a giant spider like it was just a disgusting looking bug and like we literally were like they were frying burgers later that night but this guy couldn't kill this bug like, uh, like Humans we were, so
1: weird. we had
0: to like put it into a cup and it was like this disgusting yeah. like mix between just like a mosquito and a spider and like it had wings and it had giant legs. It was fucking horrifying.
1: <laughs> but we were like, no, But we'll it didn't it. deserve
0: to die. Save it, soul. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But then later on, it's like 20 patties on the grill. I'm like.
1: <laughs> it's because meat doesn't look like meat. Yeah. If the meat came looking like a cow. I don't think people would eat it, but they eat it because it's like this. Circle.
0: Yeah. A circle yeah, of they're just so substance that taste good. Totally. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But if you like when I ship them the like, they would uh, be like in in Chinatown, um, like on Spadina, there's these like meat markets and they just hang like meat in the windows and it's like still attached to the legs and like it's still attached to like the fucking little like chicken feet and stuff like that. They're just hanging there just like meat. I'm like <laughs> That's why I'm a vegetarian. That's too close to home for me, bro. It's way too visceral. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So make
1: it look like not crickets and people will eat it. That's how we work here in
0: in the global north and in Europe. Yeah, North America, yeah. Too squeamish. In the
1: minority world, if you will. Yeah. Shall we work?
0: Yeah. (laughs) We're the minority world. I guess we're the minority of people who aren't eating. Bugs? Is that no, what you mean?
1: Um, in, like, uh, development discourse, they've moved away from saying global north or developed world, and it's now minority world because there's, like, negative connotations attached with um, saying, like, the global north or the developed world, and it refers mm. to the uh, proportion of the population that lives in those places. So the minority world is, wow. like, the wealthy and privileged part of the world, but the minority of the world's population live here, and the majority world is wow um, that's so that's kind of the newest lingo just so you all know good to know and wow that really your
0: vocabulary oh my god <laughs> we are so lucky yeah that really puts it into perspective that that checks your privilege mm-hmm. before you even say the rest of your sentence you're like here in the minority world and then you're like oh we are oh, the wait. minority yeah never mind <laughs> we are luckier <laughs> than 50 percent of the world yeah yeah yeah, yeah. interesting okay. i like it yep mm-hmm. So start getting used to this idea now, you guys. And if you're going into marketing and advertising, you mm-hmm. should start looking at how you're going to have to sell um, insects to people. Because this is going to be a huge, huge industry. Mm-hmm. The earth, not the earth, the human beings desperately want to survive. And farming grasshoppers is how they're going to do it. The end. Save the cows. Save the poor cows. Save the cow. Eat a cricket.
1: Or eat a fucking
0: vegetable. (laughs) That too. Will it kill you to have some cauliflower?
1: (laughs) God damn it. (laughs) Stop being so dramatic. I know that everyone thinks that vegetarians are the dramatic ones. Because we're like, oh my god, that's a being. I don't want to eat it. And people are like, oh, why are you so soft? But meat eaters sometimes are literally so dramatic.
0: Yeah. Like, they'll
1: eat one meal that doesn't have meat in it. And they're like, I can't function. Oh, ooh, I'm really? so hungry. Like that didn't fill me, or like that's gross. There's no flavor in this. And I'm like, us. one yeah. meal will not kill you. You'll be okay. Yeah, you it's can nice. have cows in five minutes. Calm down. <laughs> <laughs> Eat your goddamn vegetables. <laughs>
0: oh my god, yeah, mm. they're like little spoiled little children. They're like, no, this isn't what I want. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not satisfied. It's like bro, fucking chill 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 that's our message to all meat eaters chill just chill guys it's not that serious oh man the other week i think um i was like telling everyone in the kitchen that i was vegetarian because i decided it's finally time to come out as vegetarian it's hard um, for a long time It's really awkward, especially in male spaces. People judge you. Oh, my God. I know. And I was really, really worried. I didn't want to start a fight. You know, they kept offering me staff meals, which is like free food. It's usually pasta mixed with some sort of chicken or lamb or something like that. And Mm -hmm. I always have to ask them what's in it. And they always say something like to that effect. And I'm like, no, thank you. I'm not hungry. (laughs) But recently I've been like, you know what? Fuck it. So I told them that I was a vegetarian and then like I like there's always lamb and beef and shit in their food and I can never eat it. (laughs) And I was like, I'm fucking (laughs) sick of this. I know I'm only part time, but God damn it. Cater to me. (laughs) (laughs) And chef was telling me about how he used to uh, um, work at like a pig slaughterhouse. And he said that he totally understands why I'm a vegetarian. And he was like. I was a vegetarian for a long time, too, because, like, he says that the screaming of the <gasps> pigs still haunts him to this day. And he can never get the sound out of his head. Aww. And he, so like, sad. yeah, yeah. And I was like, yeah, man, like, I was kind of just, like, talking and saying that, like, pigs are smarter than dogs. And, like, someone was like, no, they're not. And I was like, they literally are. And Chef was like, dude, dude. You can't talk shit about pigs. Like, trust me, I know a thing or two about pigs, and they know where they are, and they know that they're gonna die, and they know that their friends are being killed. And like, yeah, he just says he has like still like PTSD from like the screams of the pigs. The piggy, that is so sad. I know. Oh my god. Yeah, I've been thinking about that for like a week now, and every time I see him, I'm like, I wonder if he hears the pigs. i wonder if right now here's the screaming now yeah because i was talking and then i remember i was like oh yeah like like uh because lobster like screams too and they were just like that's I not the lobster them screaming them that's just the water. that's just the air uh leaving its shell like it's not actually that's
1: screaming. what a scream like, is it's the air <laughs> leaving my lungs <laughs>
0: that's how you make a scream I was like, bro, that's propaganda to make it easier for you to eat. Yeah, I keep to, telling to boil that. an animal alive. Like that's literally, propaganda. You're, they were like, no, that's propaganda. Like you're propagandizing us. And I was like, I swear to fucking god, like yeah. they're declared you, sentient beings.
1: <laughs> if you stab a human, the air will also leave its body, <laughs> and that's a scream. It'll make some that's noise. Scream, it.
0: <laughs> oh god, that's a good one. <laughs> next time we talk oh, about that man. I'll be sure to bring that up yeah. alright that's sad yeah I know sorry guys
1: I hope sorry, this Courtney, ruined meat for me for someone listening to this
0: I hope so too I truly yeah. truly hope so too I'm <laughs> to
1: ruin everything
0: for you uh, yeah like, uh, even meat the eaters screams. are sad by eating meat at least pigs I don't know if i don't know how the rest of his fucking life is going but yeah i feel like everyone
1: should have to like take a tour of like a slaughter facility before they make the decision to be a meat mm. eater yeah face your actions anyway sorry this did, makes i makes didn't me so mean sad. this episode to like be
0: it's okay I don't hate you if this reminder. It's okay. Yeah, you can no, make your own decisions. No. It's fine. <laughs> you're not a bad person. <laughs> but just so you know, you're killing the planet. You could be and a better a human person. race. Yeah. <laughs> How the fuck are we gonna survive? Aw. Oh. There was this protest, um, mm-hmm. this reminded me of outside of like slaughterhouses. And I think I talked about this maybe in like a past episode on the podcast. Um yeah. and the people who were protesting the slaughterhouses, um, mm. they have gotten to this point where they don't even kind of try to stop the trucks with that have, like, pigs on them and stuff like that from going into the slaughterhouses, but instead they just have these, like, long, like, syringes with water in them, and they just try to make mm. their last moments, like, more comfortable.
1: That's so sad.
0: people yeah it's so sad I oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah it's awful it's not fun everyone just take a think about your actions take a hard think <laughs> <laughs> It's sad. so
0: detached from it man it's so sad yeah yeah that's it <laughs> that's all i eat a got bug. yeah eat a bug eat a save bug. a life
1: yeah
0: and they're so healthy for you too like health nuts should be super into grasshoppers in my opinion mm-hmm. i agree bodybuilders get into grasshoppers why are you still eating meat pretending that it's good for you Ew. it's not you're
1: still on that meat <laughs> shit that's so 20 <laughs>
0: 20 there's a marketing idea you're still eating meat you still Ew. think that cow protein is the best protein Idiot, weirdo, <laughs> dumb. Just bro, them out. Be like, you're fucking stupid, bro. If you're still eating dumb. that shit, <laughs> you think you can get gains from beef? <laughs> You've been misinformed, bro. Uh, All right, you want to close this out? <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
1: brings us to the end of the episode thank you so much for hanging out with us this week and listening to our little chat about the future of protein and how you better start prepping yourself psychologically
0: mm-hmm. Get rid start of
1: rethinking various. what you think of bugs they're a yummy snack not a pest yes. <laughs> so maybe reevaluate your eating decisions now particularly if you're eating meat think about it a little bit and if you want to let us know what you think if you want to send us some hate mail as i'm sure we'll get for this episode you can find us on instagram at people. you can email us at haters click here which is h a t r s 8 click here at gmail.com you can find us on Twitter, vunimportant PPL. We're on TikTok. That's yeah, yeah. our most fun platform. Please come hang out with us. And last but not least, Patreon. Yay. We're still on Patreon. Um, <laughs> if you don't remember, how you get to our Patreon is you head to our Instagram. You click the bio in our description, the link in our bio, (laughs) and then you click the button that says Patreon, and you're there. And yeah, that's it for us this week. I hope you have a great. Bye.